0: Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy CIWZY from the Culture Talks podcast. We are back, we are live action. Um and today we are going to be on camera for just a little bit. Um we have not been able to um see here's the thing, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I I am a uh, I shoot off the hip. You know what I'm saying? I plan a little bit, but I definitely shoot off the hip. Um, so if there's somebody that I want to interview, I, I sometimes just interview them the day before I planned on recording a podcast, which is probably not the smartest idea. So to get to the point during this quarantine time, everybody's kind of not exactly busy, but you know, all over the place. So I've had some confirmed podcast um, episodes um, in terms of Confirmations around the fact that they're interested, but in regards to actually scheduling a date, that has been um, somewhat challenging to say the least. So yes, we have about five people that we have lined up to be on the next podcast. You know, on the upcoming episodes. The issue is we haven't locked in a date. The only confirmed date we have is um, May twenty sixth. So here in a couple weeks, that's definitely confirmed. Um, the reason why I'm sharing all this is because sometimes you guys don't absolutely love my solo episodes, which is understandable. You like to get to know other people. You like interview Collis maybe a little bit more than you like solo, dolo, talk all the time us, and that's understandable. So I'm just letting you guys know, just be a little bit more patient with me, bear with me, and we're going to get these these dope guests on and we're going to have some great conversations. But in the meantime, you guys are going to have to deal with Solo Dolo Collis. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, anybody that is listening to this podcast that I sent this podcast to in your Instagram DM, maybe I sent it to your text messages, maybe I even sent it to your Facebook Messenger, wherever I linked you with this podcast, thank you for actually clicking on that link and dropping in to listen to this episode. Again, if you, if you want to, you know, you can always – you can always – click exit right now. Just exit right out of the podcast. But if you'd like to stay, I'd absolutely appreciate it. Um, so let's jump into the bulk of it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we are going to talk about the art of the pivot, just as you see in the title right now, the art of the pivot. So you may be asking yourself, for some of you guys that were not basketball players, you may be asking yourself, what does pivot even mean? And pivot is... And basically to um you know t- turn or or change direction while still at a central point, so you have your central point, you have your central focus, you know, and then you pivot on your heel to swing to a different direction, or you know there's a lot swivel um you know uh, spindle hinge uh, spin there's lots of different ways to pivot direction right um, but today we're talking about the art of the pivot in regards to business in regards to health in regards to um, social media content we're just talking about pivoting in regard in, in, in relation to our lives um, a lot of people um, had to pivot you know Um, The unemployment rate is higher than, the unemployment rate um, recently soared to, I think they said 14.7%, which is the highest the unemployment, unemployment rate has been since the Great Depression. Mind you, the Great Depression was damn near 70, 80 years ago, okay? This is only the third time in the last 70 years that the, um, unemployment rate has broken or even touched 10% and we are at near 15%. So I think they said around 34 million people have uh, filed for unemployment and they think that uh, around 23 million are in the process of applying for unemployment. So if that math is correct and if I'm remembering correctly, that's around... What, 56 million people in the United States of America that have, um, are basically applying or looking to um, get unemployment, which most likely means, not always, but most likely means that uh, that's how, that there's definitely at least 40 million at the least. Um, But I would like to say upwards of that. You know upwards of 52 million and hopefully not that many people are lying. but there's definitely upwards of 45 plus million people who are out of a job right now. Um, now, in my most recent episode, I talked about the importance of having a what now mentality. So when something challenging happens, when um, something doesn't go your way, um, or even when you reach a goal, when you com- when you reach a milestone that you were working for, um the question is always what now what can you do now to become even stronger to become to improve your business to improve your health to improve your mental health spiritual health physical health to improve the livelihood of your family to improve the 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 amount of revenue coming in, coming into your business the amount of profit uh, the way you take care of your customers always having a what now mentality, whether you've reached a positive milestone or you've been denied a positive milestone. um, The question is always what now? So in relation to that and in relation to COVID-19 and millions and millions of people losing their jobs and lots of people who are entrepreneurs, people who have small businesses um, suffering from the fact that people can't, you know, these small businesses function on consistent, um, business from people who are like their core audience, from their, their their core connectors, people who come to them every single morning. Like these businesses thrive off of their regular customers, um, especially if we're talking about brick and mortar um, businesses. Um, and when this uh, option is taken care, uh, taken away, you can't come to the building anymore. You're no longer um, allowed to have customers come in. You're no longer allowed to meet with customers in person, or consult in person, or have business meetings, or you know, you're not allowed to meet in person. And you have to shift. Um, things get challenging. Things get difficult, and you have the option to ask yourself, "What now?" and to pivot and make um, you know, make things work out. You know what I'm saying? You have to shift. Um, so. To kind of give you a deeper idea of what I mean by, or you know, to get an understanding of understanding of what I'm talking about, um, we're going to go through a couple of businesses um, that have pivoted during COVID-19 because they were forced to, but these are businesses that quickly um, responded and you know figured out a way to make shit happen. Um, so, number one, uh, let's start with one that everyone's familiar with: uh, Airbnb. Uh, they started a global initiative to help um, provide uh, living situations for 100,000 plus healthcare professionals. So um, I'm sure at the beginning of COVID-19, maybe about a month ago, I haven't been seeing too much of it now, but I'm sure it's still happening. But I believe at the beginning of it, we saw hundreds and hundreds of doctors and nurses flying in from different countries, different cities to support in in the cities like New York City or in um in the country of Italy or basically in places that were really suffering and were getting hit hard by the disease, nurses and doctors from all over the world flew in to assist. And, you know, they don't live in those cities. So Airbnb launched an initiative to provide housing for um, healthcare professionals. Um, now, in my mind, not that this is the most important thing. I'm, I'm absolutely glad that they provided relief for the workers and provided housing I want to know um, how because they did wave off ease and for the uh, arranged days through throughout the initiative so I'm wondering actually I'm not wondering the cool thing about that and talking about you know creating a core audience or you know uh, creating an emotional connection within your business is yes I'm sure Airbnb did it out of the kindness of their heart but you have to know that a big business like that, and most businesses are definitely going to have a, you know, like there's definitely has to be something that helps them out as well. You know what I'm saying? So if we see a big business like that doing um, good things for our community or for society at large in times of test when everyone was a little bit vulnerable and sad and and everyone knows that tough shit's going on, when this is all over, some people, not everybody, but some people are going to look at Airbnb from a, um more like a better viewpoint you know they're going to they're going to support that business and they're going to invest their money into Airbnb instead of a hotel because they saw Airbnb provided relief for these people but they didn't see Marriott provide relief for these people and maybe Marriott did that's besides the point i'm just saying what people see on social media or what people see a, a big company like that um do matter so if they take action in in times of test and support their communities and support people people who really you know, are are emotionally connected to and think that it's important to provide assistance to, to society are going to have a stronger emotional connection to Airbnb and probably invest money into them instead of hotels when the time comes out. So that's one way they pivoted, you know, people weren't really traveling that much because air, air airlines are being shut down. They're advising against travel. So Airbnb used houses and, you know, different Airbnb options they had in different cities for healthcare workers to provide them some relief. Um, let's see. There was a Tunisian taxi startup company called Intigo um, that became a delivery service instead of taxi. For $4 an hour, the company would deliver groceries and other products to customers. So, I got to sneeze, guys. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to uh, pause. Pause. We keep it raw on this podcast. I'm not cutting that out. Anyways, we've seen a lot of companies do that, where they used... um, they used, um, what their business already does, or they use their, what's it called? Tangible. What is it? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Tangible products or their tent, their tangible assets. So they use the company's tangible assets. Tangible is something you can physically touch. Um, they use the company's already tangible assets that were already in use and transitioned or pivoted the art of the pivot. We're going to hashtag the art of the pivot every time I share one of these stories. So hashtag the art of the pivot is it's normally a taxi car company driving people around, but now that there's social distancing, people aren't really getting in taxi cabs. They shifted to providing a service to people who are staring at home and started providing a delivery service for, um, necessary products. Um, let's see, um, LVMA, lvmh which is the uh, luxury group that a you know Louis Vuitton and a few other like I think Timberland and a few other huge companies like uh you know luxury wear whether it's clothing or shoes are under and owned by the lvmh group um, what they uh, their their way of pivoting it um, and to assist and respond to covid 19 was to help hospitals produce more hand sanitizer so at um LVMH um owns quite a few perf- uh, perfume and cosmetics factories. So what they did is they they turned their business around and instead of performing uh or creating perfume and cosmetics at three of their factories, they started producing hand sanitizers at hand sanitizer at scale to deliver to hospitals that were running out. Um so as we can see in the three options that I provided so far, these are three ways businesses pivoted in response to COVID-19 to be able to assist um, you know, their community, to to help the world, to join together, to join forces. Of course, there is um, once these stories get out and things like that, like I already shared about Airbnb, people are going to create a, a stronger emotional connection to these companies and most likely invest more of their money in them and spend more money at these companies because they are aware that this company actually cares about its people. Actually cares about society, about the world, and when somebody who connects with that mindset um, sees this article or, or hears this podcast or sees, um, you know, an article elsewhere that that shares that this company responded in this way, they are going to support that business more than likely. So let's give one or two other options uh, or one or two other examples. There is a Los Angeles-based food truck. To um, that turned um, into a restaurant for a Gorilla Taco. So the Los Angeles-based food truck turned uh, restaurant launched several emergency kits. So the, there was a $149 option, contains enough products for 60 tacos, plus a roll of toilet paper. Um, so basically you could purchase like an emergency kit that would get mad tacos, plus some toilet paper. I don't really like that one. <laughs> to be honest, but it is one way to pivot in response to what's happening. Spiffy, which is a on-demand car cleaning service, rolled out a service to sanitize facilities and properties as well. <sighs> that one is a great idea. So I think, I think being able to pivot but still stay in your, I don't want to say your lane, but I do want to say your lane. So to be able to pivot and stay in your lane and still do what you're known for um, but just branch out a little bit. It's a great business idea. So whoever it was, whoever Spiffy CEO is, or whatever team they used to come up with that idea, smart. So I'm gonna repeat what they did again. So they're an on-demand car cleaning service. They already have they're they're already known for cleaning for for making things better, cleaner, fresher. Right. So their pivot was they rolled out a extra service on top of their on-demand car cleaning service to sanitize facilities and properties. So they go into these properties on demand, you know, you call them up and they pull up like, you know what I'm saying? And they clean and sanitize, you know, sanitize and, uh, basically make properties healthy again. (laughs) If you got my, my play on words there, then, you know, high five through, through, through here. But, um, And let's do one more BrewDog um, transformed its distillery to help with the shortage of hand sanitizers as well by creating a new one for giveaways to those in need. Um, So we saw a lot of companies and let's not forget, like I was sharing about, um, you know, also making business moves a lot like it's a business move along with helping society. So like the one I just shared with BrewDog, they, 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 They branded their new hand sanitizer that they created or that they were doing giveaways for, and branded it Brew Gel. Okay, so like like hand gel or sanitizer gel that we see on regular uh, bottles, it said Brew Gel Punk Sanitizer. So they branded it, made it something cool, fresh, and. You know, whoever has that at their house is always going to be reminded of that brand. So when things are over or people want to buy beer or fresh beer from their local distillery, they will remember that, um, you know, Brew Dog created Brew Gel for COVID 19. So there's lots of different ways that businesses pivoted. I could go on and on. This was from, um, a website called Maddiness that shared uh, 19 business pivoting businesses that pivoted in response to COVID-19. so that's where I got that information there. but there's many more um, examples of companies, businesses, small businesses, big businesses like Airbnb, small businesses like that distillery. Um, uh, I know Kolkata chai um, which is a chai um, a chai cafe in New York City um, in Manhattan they um you know they're popular you know in their neighborhood in their city for for having some super raw authentic chai, so they they cater to a very specific community, but on top of catering to that very specific community of people who are searching for real you know authentic chai, they also you know, are, you know, in the middle of Manhattan. So people are coming there on their day-to-day walks. People are coming there to connect and, and, and catch up with friends from across town. They're coming there to get a taste of back home. Um, But when that building is shut down, when the facility is shut down, what do you do? And they were able to transition and, you know, uh, start selling their own, Uh, home, you know, uh, create at home chai kits. So chai kits that they put together and they delivered and people could make chai of their own at home. They also used social media and did like a chai pour challenge. So they had, you know, lots of people, whoever could pour, you know, do the best chai pour without spilling the chai would get you know, some reward, and that that promoted the business across the website and 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 brought more attention and eyes to their chai kit. So that's one way they pivoted. Um, so there's so many different ways for people to pivot in business, but also in life. We've seen personal trainers from all across the world pivot and start using Zoom, FaceTime, Google Hangouts to create um, a new environment, a virtual environment. Um, to still be able to train their clients, they've been able to um, do. We are seeing Joe Holder, um, you know, Ocho System on Instagram, but great personal trainer to the stars, to the models, um, and just. But he doesn't care about any of that. He's just a great trainer, a great human overall. We see him training uh, Naomi Campbell on live every day at the same time, pulling in thousands of viewers, um, sharing a whole bunch of fitness tips and and different exercise snacks on his Instagram for people to try at home. We're seeing people transition and pivot um, so well, and I'm actually so proud of of our fitness communities, of our small business communities. Um, I'm proud of you know young entrepreneurs and old entrepreneurs alike who you know definitely were were you know don't have crazy capital to just live off of like some other businesses. They're not you know publicly traded companies that are going to get bailed out. They're small companies who rely on their own savings to stay alive. And when there is no money coming in and all your savings is being blown to pay your employees or to um, pay rent while you're not getting any business, it's, it's not good for your business, obviously. So I am proud of how all these businesses have pivoted and I kind of want to know if you're listening to this still, if you can comment below and share how you've pivoted in regards to your work, whether you're an entrepreneur and you had to pivot your business and come up with a new idea or a new way to deliver that idea, whether you're a marketer and you had to come up with new uh, marketing campaigns for your clients during this time, Um, or maybe you're a personal trainer like myself and you had to, and you're trying to figure out different ways to distribute um, content and and train and still secure clients and still get paid via virtual training. Um, there's so many different ways to pivot, and it doesn't have to be in work. Um, a lot of people had to pivot in regards to. Um, you know their their sleep schedules change. They have kids at home, and maybe they they usually work a certain time, and their their significant other usually takes care of the kid at that time. So they normally get this regular sleep schedule, or the, their irregular sleep schedule. And now sleep schedules are changing up, and they're having to pivot on when they exercise. They're having to shift their times around throughout the day on when to get things done. Um, the great thing is. Um, people are taking action the first few weeks definitely people were scared they were complaining but um, throughout the the remainder of these weeks I've seen so many businesses so many entrepreneurs young and old so many personal trainers so many gyms so many um, parents moms dads um, be able to transition into this new life um, this this new virtual life where you know our fitness our our groceries our um, our essential products are being delivered. We're we're using you know the internet and digital digital products. Where everything's gone digital and virtual, and we're and I see a lot of people being able to that have been able to transition well, and people that are seeking out different ways to to um, pivot and make make this time work for them. So I just wanted to drop in and talk about the art of the pivot. And shout out to all these companies that are doing a great job pivoting and transitioning and making things work and still finding time to care about their customers in finding ways to still deliver value to their customers that maybe they were used to seeing in person, but now they can't see them in person and they're having to interact with them virtually, but they're still finding ways to connect with their audience and provide value in some way or another. And um, the businesses who, you know, gave up, complained and didn't find ways to transition and pivot um, during COVID-19 and aren't currently seeking out ways to continue doing that, will fail and they won't come out of this, you know, alive. Basically, they're going to die. They're going to drown. And and I don't mean like actually death, but you know what I'm saying? Their business is going to drown if they didn't seek out ways to transition and they were just sitting at home waiting for this to all blow over and be done. Any entrepreneur that owns a business that did that is not going to come out of this on the other side on a good note. People who did transition, people who did decide to pivot, people who asked themselves what now are going to come out on the other side stronger, better able to, to, um, you know, better, you know, better as a businessman or a businesswoman or as a personal trainer or as a as a worker. Maybe you had to transition, you know, if you're if you're sixth in line at your job or you're just a or you're an employee, you know, uh, you know, the 1000th employee, but you had to transition to at home work, and you figured out a way to make it work for you and still be productive and provide value to your company while also still maintaining your personal, mental, spiritual and physical health. And you've been able to transition that uh, transition like that as well, then shout out to you as well. And you will come out on the come out of this on the other side stronger. So the art of the pivot is a powerful thing. And I think it's something that um, besides just trying to pivot or transition during COVID nineteen, we should always be looking for ways and be prepared with backup ways to transition and pivot um, when other times like this come about in the future, or when other testing difficulties come about in the future. We should always be prepared to pivot, transition, take um, take um, take up new skills, build a new um, build new skills so that we're able to. You know, work and whatever the new life is going to be when we have to transition, or if we get denied, or something is taken away from us. Um, asking ourselves what now and finding ways to transition and not giving up until we find a, a great way to make shit work um, is a great mentality to have and something to be good at. So, um, again, this is a short podcast, short solo podcast, and we're going to wrap it up here. But the art of the pivot is much more important than just small businesses or for entrepreneurs. The art of the pivot is something that we should all um, establish as a part of our lives and instill in our lives and, and always be prepared to shift or to um, figure shit out. Because life is never perfect, never is never a straight line. There's squigglies, ups and downs, roundabouts, everything. So we always have to be prepared and ready to um, you know, be flexible and move at the snap of a finger. So, with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, if you want to hear more episodes like this, more solo episodes about a specific topic, or more about COVID, or more about pivoting, or more about what now, or more about anything I've spoken about during this episode or the past solo episode I did last week, then please comment, DM me on Instagram at C O L L I S S T U T Z E R, Carla or on the actual podcast page, The Culture Talks. Pod, P O D. That is the culture talks, P O D. Um, you can DM me or us at the, at the culture talks team on either of those Instagram pages and, and just share ideas, different things you want to hear us talk about. Um, what we would appreciate even more is if you would comment below um, this podcast on Spotify or Apple's podcast and leave a review um whether it's one star or five stars i just want to know how you guys feel but if you do leave a one star please leave a comment on why you left a one star don't just leave me hanging at least help me you know strive to make this episode or these podcasts better so thank you for rocking with me i know um my mind my thoughts my words aren't always super clear in these solo episodes it's just me blabbering but i appreciate you dropping in and listening to this episode called The Art of the Pivot. If you found it valuable, informational, or interesting, please share with a friend. Again, comment, leave a review, and share with a friend. We love you. Thank you for tapping into the Culture Talks episode. Who knows what? I love y'all. Peace out. Salud!